Hello, and welcome to Searching for Service, a show designed to help current and future Rotarians find purpose through service. Our show's promise is a dedication to sharing stories, experiences, and opportunities for those searching for service, and how Rotary has been the organization to bring it together. The goal of the show is to grow the Rotary family by connecting through service projects. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm a co-host, Joseph Kirk. And today we have, yet again, another special guest with us, and that individual is Mike Kaiser of Good Samaritan. And so, Mike, say hello to our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Searching for Service listeners. We are happy to have you on and very excited to dive into all that is about Good Samaritan. Um, I'll be honest with you, I did a little bit of research and found a fun article from Forest Lake Times. Okay. Is that right? It came out on September 2nd. And um, from what I read from that article, I'm just diving in, Joe. I'm sorry. Fire away. From what I read from the article, really all of this started about five years ago. You're going on, you'll be coming up on your sixth year. Right. 2017. And there was a tornado that hit in the Forest Lake area. Is that correct? Yeah. Share that story. I'd love to hear a little bit more about it. Okay. Um, well, it, it kind of goes back even a little further than that. Um, I've got a group of friends, a bunch of guys that we meet once a week. Um, and you guys probably have heard the theory that you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and oh, yeah. so these are my five, my guys. Um, and the week before, they had challenged us. We challenged each other to let's go out and do something good for your community. And so I was out for a run one morning, and I saw a bunch of trees down, and I thought to myself, wouldn't it be cool just to show up a bunch of guys, show up with, with maybe some saws, trucks, trailers, you know, pick up someone's debris, haul it away, and say, have a great day. That's free. Just pay it forward to someone else. Sure. Um, so I got home, and I told my wife about the idea, and she's like, that sounds awesome. Do it. Um, and so I went on nextdoor.com, everybody's favorite complaining. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, I typed up a little paragraph uh, that said, you know, here's my idea. I want to do one project a month, about four hours so it doesn't ruin your whole weekend. Um, I'm looking for people in the trades that can help um, paint, electrical, you know, the four, five, six different trades. If I could get a couple guys from each one and we could just show up, or girls, sorry, I don't mean to be sexist. Um, <laughs> I, I said, who would be interested in doing that? And um, the first day I had 37 people say, I want to be part of this. And, so neat. Yeah. And by the end of the week, we had over 100 people wow. on, on Nextdoor that said, sign me up for this. I want to do this. A, so, tr- a true testament to just how many people are actually out there and not even Rotarians at that. I'm sure you've probably encountered some Rotarians and just At the time, I didn't, didn't realize it, but I was <clears throat> interacting with Rotarians because I just recently go. joined. And well, I'm a rookie Rotarian. I've only been to a few meetings, so I'm, I'm about gotcha. three or four months into it. Oh, oh gotcha. Great. Okay. Well, same, same as Kelly. Well, wow. I'm coming up on a year. Are you? I am. Are you really? Wow, February. is it already been a year? Holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> it goes fast. But still a rookie at that. So let's, I actually want to hear a little bit more about how you got 
into the Rotary family, how it came into your circumference, and um, what you're loving about it so far. Okay. Um, it's funny, the first Rotary meeting I ever went to was my friend Nick Bernardzik. He's one of my top five. Um, and he actually at the time was the president of the Coon Rapids Rotary. Okay. Um, and he invited me to come speak <clears throat> there about the Good Samaritans and saying, tell us the story. And um, we're thinking we might want to start a Good Samaritan group of our own. Um, okay. So I did. I went and I, I went to two meetings. The second one I spoke at um, gave about a half an hour presentation, slideshow presentation. Um, and and then sure enough, they started their own. Uh, now there's a, a Anoka County Good Samaritan group. Um, and they have, uh, they've joined up with the police, the fire department, you know, all kinds of different other charities and, and nonprofits in that area. Wonderful. Wow. And um, so have you since, you said you since have joined your own rotary. Right, Forest correct? Lake. Forest, Forest Lake. Yep. Yep. And that was just a few short months ago? Right, yeah. I'm kind of the new kid on the block. Cool. And what prompted you to join rotary? Um, well, I kept running into people from Rotary that kept inviting me to their meetings. Uh, Karen Moorhead, we joke uh, in town that we say there's four of her somehow around town because she's at every event you ever go to. <laughs> and she's just awesome. And Susan Young is another one that I kept seeing them. They would come to all the Good Samaritan events. And um, then they would invite me to Rotary. Mm-hmm. And so I went to a few meetings and then finally said, yeah, I want to be part of this. So, So as a new Rotarian... And somebody that came that that started something, you know, in Good Samaritan before Rotary, you know, and a lot of this audience that listens to this show are non-Rotarians just seeking service, mm-hmm. and kind of walk them through, you know, why why did Rotary make sense? Did it seem like that it was just a natural partnership, or was it that you know there was a specific connection that? tied Rotary into your organization specifically, but just service in general? Yeah. Um, the the main thing that I saw was I kept running into the same people in our community over and over that were out there to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were the Rotarians. And um, so they were coming to all of our events. We do cleanups. We do a bunch of different yard cleanups, and we do a citywide cleanest city in America contests and things like that. Um, yeah, we'll get into that a little bit more yeah. in the next segment. I, okay. I can't okay. wait to talk a little bit more about how that came about. Yeah, yeah. And so I kept seeing uh, those people at our events. And then I started going to the meetings, and I realized that, like, literally every person in that room, their whole MO, their goal was to help other people in the community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's something for me that's always been important. So, so similar values, similar participation and drive and direction. Right. Great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just helpful for people that are out there that are trying to figure out what what to do or how to serve. And, you know, it's come up on this show many times that Rotary seems to be the right vehicle in, in, in matching you up because they, they participate in everything. And, you know, it was funny, actually, even right before this recording, we were joking that we're kind of like a, a Starbucks. You know, you find a Rotarian on every single corner. Yeah. And most of the time you don't know it. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, that that is a nice tie-in. Um, something that I'm curious about too is um, since becoming a Rotarian, what's been the biggest surprise in doing so? Something that you've learned or or have felt? 
Um, I think that so. for me, the coolest thing has been learning about other groups like ours that I didn't know even existed. Uh, every week someone comes in and speaks, and it's always mm-hmm. a charity or a nonprofit that I had no idea even was around. Mm-hmm. And so you get exposed to a lot of people, like, like-minded people that want to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think it's, it's nice that we, we will celebrate high school students and bring them in and, and uh, you know, give them awards and things like that. And it's good to get the, the young kids involved. What is that, interact? You're right. Yeah. Interact. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. See, I'm still learning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to, like, fit the puzzle pieces together. And, I, you know, ironically, I had um, breakfast this morning with um, somebody who's a part of the Edina Chamber. And she's also a fellow Rotarian. And she's um, uh, pres- president-elect. So I had no idea that even like the, t- and I feel silly even saying this out loud right now, but I didn't realize that that term came up in July. I should know that. But she's like, yeah, I'll be, I'll be starting in July. And I was like that. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. The rotary <laughs> year it, ends in June. But it, it feels like it goes so quickly. So anyways, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I totally digress. So um, yeah, that's that's really great, Mike. And thank you so much for just sharing how, you, um, how you've encountered many Rotarians and becoming a part of the Rotary, Rotary family. It's, it truly is like a family. It's Mike, are great. you originally from Forest Lake? No, I grew up in Mullinsview. Okay. So not, northern, northern suburbs? Not too far. Yeah. Right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how long have you been in Forest Lake? 26 years. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Good little trek up 35. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I have um, a really close friend of mine, and she's she's a health coach of mine, too, um, who lives up in the Forest Lake area. And I actually asked her, I was like, hey, have you heard of Good Samaritans and this Mike K- Kaiser character? And she goes... I have. So we'll get into that oh, here great. in the next section on um, how she knows you and okay. that tie-in, too. So any anything else you want to add, Joe? Well, we didn't really get to get into your background as much as we'd like. We kind of jumped into I know, uh, everything I'm sorry. else. No, it's all I got right. excited. I know. It's, it's all good. <laughs> but no, we're, we're excited to talk more about the the Good Samaritan project itself, like how, how you guys identify projects. Mm-hmm. How do you recruit people? How do you, you know, you, you talked a little bit before the show about sponsorship and how you guys support the group itself. So we'll be really excited to talk more about that in the next segment. Sounds good. All right. As a reminder, you are listening to Searching for Service, brought to you by District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. See you on the next flip side. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. And as a reminder, we love our five-star reviews on your podcast platforms out there. Your favorite podcast platforms. All of them. Out there. All of them. (laughs) I expect you to go on all of them and (laughs) and write a review. (laughs) Hey, have you done that yourself, Joe? (laughs) <laughs> called out it's okay i haven't Ouch. either <laughs> i feel like it, it seems pretty silly to do it ourselves i mean of course yeah, yeah. nobody knows it can be anonymous 
Mm. So, anyways. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> anyway. like an action item. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, if you are, if you're tuning in for the first time, we have with us Mike Kaiser of Good Samaritan out of the Forest Lake area, but not just specifically for the Forest Lake area. So um, we we did just a little bit of a dive into you and your background, but I think let's let's devote this next section to learning a little bit more about Good Samaritan and um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think a great way to start is it sounded like you went for a run, which is sounds like where you do your best thinking. Right. And uh you Not know. like others in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> anyway, um, but, you know, after this initial, you know, your first event and everything happened and all of a sudden you've, you had to kind of perpetuate this and keep this going, what was, the, what was the mindset around that? What was the process behind that of not only identifying projects but people and, you know, where did you think it would go initially? Well, we um, initially, and, and actually it's the Forest Lake area, Good Samaritans is the full name, and we, our acronym is FLAGS. Oh, okay. and, and we didn't want to, like you say, we go outside of Forest Lake. We didn't want to just exclude people in the surrounding communities. So um, we do projects all over the place, and, um, you know, as far as Stillwater, and even we did one out in Delano, um, Hugo, you know, we'll go all over the place. Sure. Um, so we really wanted it to... The, the pay it forward model where it just goes viral, right? For a random act of kindness, pay it forward um, math, right? You do something nice and you ask three other people to do something nice. And in 18 days, the whole world has had two random acts of kindness given to yeah. them. Um, and that was kind of our goal from the beginning is we want this to, and actually we came up with our mission statement that says, at the very end of it, it says we want to have a model that other communities can adopt. Mm-hmm. And so that's starting to take place, which uh, Chisago just started a club, the Chisago Lakes Area Good Neighbors Club. Um, and so we're getting a little bit of traction. Anoka's got one now. Um, so we're starting to see some results. And we kind of had that vision um, in the first couple meetings. We used to meet at Keys, Keys Cafe up oh, in yeah. Forest Lake. Oh, yummy. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And, you know, I think part of the power of this show in – is the reach like we we are reaching? I mean, we're not just reaching District fifty nine fifty and fifty nine sixty. We're reaching anybody who's you know picking this up and listening to it or listening to the radio. And you know, I guess the best thing for for you to explain to everybody is how would let's say that I'm interested in starting a local group. Like, what walk us through? What steps would you take? What's the model? Um, well, in exact, we just did exactly that. Um, the Chisago Lakes um, Area Good Neighbor Club, they contacted us and said, hey, we saw you on Facebook with your videos and the stuff you're doing. And we kind of have a club already. They were a snowmobile group, kind of a social group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, we've got this good core group of people already, but we'd like to do a little bit more philanthropy and things like that. Um, so could you come talk to our group and kind of teach us how to start our group and model it like yours? And so Mo, a friend of mine, uh, she's our vice president, and I, my wife couldn't make it. I think she was working or she had something going on. But um, So we went out there and gave them a little presentation and literally just step-by-step step how we started and, and how we operate our club. And um, and now we're kind of working together with them and trying to 
take the best ideas from both groups and what's working and what's not working and see how we can grow our groups. Sure. And I suppose as it's growing, you're getting more and more data points of what works and what doesn't work and, you know, how to effectively grow faster. So like as more and more of the groups are adopting it, they can adopt it faster and yeah, and learn from our mistakes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing that we did, we've Caution them on was a garage sale. Don't do a garage sale. <laughs> oh my gosh! I caution anybody about <laughs> doing a garage oh sale. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I wouldn't still, want to take it on. I still <laughs> feel guilty about the Cassie was the one that had it at her house, and it was just dumped on her, and it became this burden for a whole weekend. Oh, I bet. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and we raised like a hundred and thirty-eight dollars or something. <laughs> It was like a totally worth it. <laughs> the sixty cents an hour I made yeah. this weekend. Right. Good lord, that's yeah. I, I nope. I wouldn't want to. So you just shared one of the the things that uh, the learning lessons of the program. What's what's been the biggest takeaway from your experience so far, positively? So that was. Don't do garage sales, the, yeah, the, yeah. the low ROI there. Yeah, right, right. Uh, the positives are just the people you meet, really. Um, I've met so many people in Forest Lake since I started this, and most of them I didn't know before we started the Good Samaritans. Um, a few of them I did, but, um, you know, we keep growing and growing, and I keep meeting these phenomenal people I didn't know were in my community. Um, so to me, that's the biggest benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is, you know, the, the old saying that when, when giving – is a selfish act, right? Um, when you give of yourself, you always get it back in multiples. And I, I just 100% believe that. And I think uh, my life has been so blessed in the last five years, I can't even explain it. But just good things start happening to you when you start to give of yourself. Um, and I think a lot of people in our group are finding that as well. It's so cool. Interesting, because I have never heard the that saying phrased that way, that in giving, it's one of the most selfish acts because of how much you get back from it. It's, But it's true. I mean, it, it really is. And it's great to hear that that's the impact that you're feeling. Well, it creates. Samaritan. Yeah. Giving creates versus. It's, so so the, the selfishness is kind of a byproduct of yes. what you create versus, <laughs> you know, just being a vacuum cleaner. My wife and I have a good story on that. We were going through a drive-thru at uh, Starbucks, and um, we said we want to pay for the car ahead of us. And um, so we got up there, and the barista at the window said, hey, guess what? She she wouldn't accept your payment for her meal or her coffee, but she did give you this $50 gift card and wanted to know that when you're giving, it's it comes back in multiples. What <laughs> the heck? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. She she was like, I got you, actually. Right, yeah. <laughs> you tried to give me, but I got you. Yeah. So. That's wonderful. I've I've been through a Starbucks where that has happened to me, and then all of a sudden I'm like, I got to keep it going. I can't let it end with me. I got to do the same thing for the person behind me too. So, you know, really quick here before we go into the next section, I, you before before the show, you you brought some swag for us, which thank you by the way. Yeah, thank always you. appreciated, and it it displays your sponsors. So, can you walk us through really quick how you how you procured your sponsors? What does that look like? Because you know, on this show, we're we're looking for sponsorships, and we're you know, and it sounds like that there's some effective model there that's that's been done on your part that you know maybe this show can can adopt get and, a little takeaway you know, from. 
Lloyd, we need we need T-shirts, is what it sounds yes. like. <laughs> Searching for service T-shirts. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I got to say that our first sponsor actually found us, and Steve Stegner is a local guy in town, just a, a prince of a guy. He sent me an email. He saw what we were doing, and he says, hey, I want to have coffee with you. Would you mind meeting for coffee? And so he kind of took us under a wing, and I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and um, we started talking about sponsorship, and he kind of said, well, I'll be your first sponsor. I'll give you 250 bucks. Oh, and wow. What, what are you going to do with it? And I said, Sounds well, like my- a realtor. I said, well, we're going to make T-shirts. We're going to give T-shirts away. And he says, okay. And he goes, how many are you going to give away? I go, well, I'd like to have everyone in Forest Lake have a T-shirt. And he goes, I like the way you think. (laughs) So um, that's our goal is to give away about 18,000 T-shirts. And I think so far we're at about 600 maybe. Sure. Um, (laughs) But but, – that's kind of, in a nutshell, how it started. And he also gave me a list of people that he thinks he thought would help us. Oh, that's and great. And so we called a few business owners. Um, and then we started, once we got a little bit more sophisticated, we actually have a pamphlet now that shows if you're a sponsor for this much, you get this. And, if you know, um, different logo on the T-shirts. And so our T-shirt is kind of our currency. We, we get people to come to our events by offering them a free T-shirt. And so hopefully they'll wear it in, around the community and people will see it and say, hey, how can I get one of these T-shirts? And yeah, and they're amazing yeah. quality. So yes. I know that you were talking about the cost of the shirt, but I'm like, this is a shirt I'd wear. So it's yeah. it, it definitely it is, really is an nice. effective model. It's not the junky T-shirt that you wash once and mm-hmm. half the embroidery comes out and it shrinks three sizes. And then you're washing the car with it. Yeah, and then you're yeah. washing the car with it. <laughs> ripping it, ripping it, it's dust rake, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that because, again, that's something that we're trying to learn and grow and try to figure out for, for this show as well. So appreciate that. That sounds like a really effective model. As a reminder, you are listening to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. We'll see you on the next side. Welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. As a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms and... Five-star reviews. <laughs> and the next side, flip side, whatever I meant on the last thing. <laughs> You're back. That's all that matters. <laughs> we're back. And we're back with Mike Kaiser of Good Samaritan. Um, sorry. Forest. Sorry. Can I? Forest Lake Forest area Lake. Good Samaritans. Okay. F- flags. flags. Yep. I remembered flags, but I was like, oh, okay, we got it. Um Mike, share a little bit about Good Samaritan's, um, fa- like your favorite event that has happened so far, I suppose, in the last year. Let's let's go back to 2022. Okay. Uh, recently, one that for me has been really kind of heartwarming was um, there was a young woman with five children who found herself separated from, from her husband kind of right before Christmas. And... Um, she was brought to our attention, and so we decided that we would adopt her and her family for Christmas. Okay. Um, and so um, I sometimes say that we're in the business of making people cry. <laughs> so um, she, we got in touch with her, and then uh, we asked her a list of what are your kids' ages and what would they like for Christmas. 
And so she put together a list of her five kids. And um, we, the, the group, like, literally paid for every single thing. If it wasn't sold out on Amazon, these kids got, like, everything on their list. And they, they were told that they may not have Christmas this year. And they're just like, wow. Um, and to top it off, one of our Good Samaritans, um, he had another group, Mark Templeton, him and his buddies had their own little group I didn't even know about, but they called themselves the BBE, which is, he, t- he told me it's the wrong acronym, but it's baseball extravaganza. He doesn't <laughs> need the second B. Um, but him and his group came and uh, donated. They do a fundraiser every year. They pick one uh, charity, and they chose this family. And uh, so they came, met at our house, and handed her an envelope with $1,600 for Christmas. In it. Oh, my and literally, like, the whole room was crying. It was <laughs> just this phenomenal, you know, event. Um, and then, you know, the, the gift cards and gifts kept coming in even after the list was exhausted. So, you know, Forest Lake just really came together for this family, and it was really pretty heartwarming. And have you heard from her since? Yeah, she's all about, I want to be part of your group. What's the next project? Oh, you know, she's like, I love it. we're going to help wherever we can, you know. That's really incredible. Um, Something that I am curious about, if you could just share this with our listeners, um, how how do you select the people that you're going to help? Well, initially, the hardest part of our nonprofit was finding projects. And Mm -hmm. we found that people don't like to ask for help. And so we were kind of creating our own projects for a while until now we've gotten to the scale where more people know about us, so we're starting to see people reaching out and saying, hey, my neighbor can't plow his driveway. He just had hip surgery. Um, could you come out and plow his driveway or, or shovel his driveway? Uh, someone needs a ride somewhere. Um, you know, someone's roof is leaking, um, trees, yards, things like that. But it's almost never the person themselves that asks for help. It's sure. always a relative or a neighbor. Um, and as far as choosing goes, um, we don't. We haven't really had a problem vetting. Like we don't have too many, too many uh, projects thrown at us. There was a couple people that asked asked for things that, like, it was just kind of like a favor. Like they were trying mm-hmm. to get their house ready to sell. <laughs> and, uh, and, okay. And you know, I'm like, well, that's really not in our wheelhouse. We tend to help people that can't help themselves. And, yeah. And um, so that was just kind of a misunderstanding. That's something you can do for yourself. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, uh, no, we're going to say no. <laughs> I, I, could, I can definitely see the challenge in all that, though, yeah. where the the projects themselves is probably the most difficult component because, you know, a lot of people don't like to ask for help. Right. And you know, you mentioned something with the favorite story. It was how she was compelled now to help others. Do you, have you, do you see that often in the people that you do help, that they come and join? Yeah, there's a great story from last fall. A little boy, uh, a lady posted on Nextdoor Facebook happenings that her, someone stole her little boy's bike, and he was devastated, and he was seven, I think, and I just remember being that kid. And so we decided to get him a bike, and so we contacted her and said, hey, if you don't get your bike back by the end of the day, let me know, and we'll get your bike. And so she's become this huge fan of the Good Samaritans, and we ended up getting her and her, her husband and the little boy a bike so they could all ride together. Oh, that's nice. And, and it, I'm not saying the Good Samaritans. It was like the whole community came together and just yeah. throwing throwing money at my – literally, I'd come home from work, and there would be cash under my mat in my front door. <laughs> um, so people <laughs> oh just, gosh. like, really, you know – felt that this kid needs a new bike. Um, 
So, but she's become this huge advocate of ours, and she's actually heading up another. We have a Snow Angels. The hat is the Snow Angel hat. Mm-hmm. Um, she's heading up part of the Snow Angel group for helping people get dug out after snowstorms. Mm-hmm. So she's really dug in and got involved. So it's well, they're, awesome. they're busy That's, the last week, right? I know, <laughs> oh, right? Oh, Man, what a what a hassle that can be. And if you can have you know all hands on deck for for a situation even like that it's that's incredible you know one of the things that has been really interesting in our conversation is is it sounds like that your organization is kind of the catalyst of of things but but they kind of continue on their own or or they expand and that sounds like it's the the entire goal and mission of this group is to to kind of start something and have it move on its own and it's really fascinating because I'm I'm listening to this and, and going, you know, this seems like such an easy concept to apply anywhere, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, even within your own neighborhoods. Yeah. You know, if you're listening to this and I, like, I'll never forget. I, I remember three years ago, I, I did a neighborhood barbecue and every single person that came was like, you know, we wanted to do this for years, but nobody would do it. <laughs> And then the second it would happen, then everybody came. Like we did, we had, we had 40 invites that went out and like 200 people showed up and it was like wildfire. So, and then they've continued to do it since leave, like since leaving. Right. And so just that, that catalyst. Yeah. Action Mm -hmm. step, right? So interesting. Journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we, we have a saying with the Good Samaritans, we kind of jokingly say, when in doubt, put it out. We're just like my my videos. If you've seen any of them, are so campy and they're unrehearsed. And I take them on one take, and half the time I mispronounce people's names. I give the wrong organizations credit for things. Join the club. You, we uh, got jackets. Yeah, I have done it plenty of times on this podcast show. So, so we, yeah, we, we say you miss all the shots you don't take. So like, go out and asking for sponsors. You know, all they can say is no. Mm-hmm. And so we've been uh, really lucky. Our community has really got behind us. And just about everyone, everywhere we went for the gala, uh, for door prizes, I don't think anyone said no. Hmm. They all gave us, you know, a basket to, to sell at the gala. Um, so it's, a, it's an easy sell, right? We're selling love and we're, we're selling making people cry. Um, mm-hmm. So it's been, a, it's been a very rewarding journey, and, and it's been growing really fast, at least especially in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It is. What a great what a great story. And just simple acts of kindness, right? And simple help. Especially yeah, for we, those that aren't asking. We do a we do a thing Melissa Lundmark came up with um, March into spring, 30 random acts of kindness and we do a new one every day. And she came up with this idea. So literally in March I made a video every single day and it was a new random act of kindness you could do. And then again, tie into our T-shirts. If someone would do it and post on Facebook, I would send them a T-shirt. And cool. but we figured that of the th- it's actually 31, I think, right um, in March. But um, of the 31, I think 21 didn't cost anything. So there you go. You can you can there you go, folks. <laughs> you can make an impact with no money. Yeah, we'll make sure to um, drop your contact information into the show notes. And people can reference back to that because that's so wonderful, especially knowing that there's there's access to doing random acts of kindness that are zero dollars, nothing out of your own pocket. Hmm. Interesting. 
Makes my noodle noodle. <laughs> you gonna take that challenge on in the month of March? We had we had one lady, and I didn't. This is how the the magic of the internet, right, and the magic of social media. Um, a lady in Illinois, she she found us somehow, and start, she did every single one, and every day no she did all thirty one random acts of kindness. That's right. And then she posted it on Facebook. I mean, someone I'd never met before, and now she's a buddy of mine, right? I mean. What was her takeaway from that? Well, I think she, just her nature was already a good Samaritan, and just it struck a chord with her, and she's like, I love this idea. I'm going to do every single one, and she Kind of like a workout challenge for, for philanthropy. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm. cool. I like it. Yeah. So uh, we'll be wrapping up here in just a moment, but as a teaser to our last section for our show, um, let's talk about your vision for Good Samaritan and expansion and then call to action as well. Sounds great. Cool. As a reminder, you are listening to Searching for Service, brought to you by District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. We'll see you on the next side. (laughs) Flip side. Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. As a reminder, you can find us on your favorite, favorite, favorite podcast platforms. And... Not going to say it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) As a reminder... (laughs) We love our five-star reviews. Especially our especially our transitions in and out of our segments. Yes. Th- they are of legend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we keep working on them. So um, we are in our last section. And again, if you are tuning in just for the first time, we have Mike Kaiser of Good Samaritan on with us. With what? From where? <sighs> Forest, lake. Area. Area. Good, Good Samaritan flags. <laughs> you guys, the pregnancy brain is—it's—it co- it is in full-fledged mode right now. So it's all good. But I at least know that for this section, we're going to talk about vision, about what you envision for Good Samaritan, perhaps expansion of it, and um, anything else that you would love our listeners to to hear about Good Samaritan. So okay. Uh, well, one thing that we've had on our action item list for a while, and now it's going to finally happen, is we're going to start a podcast. Um, we were approached at our gala um, from Paul Peterson. He's a local guy that has a studio. He works, he teaches um, how to create podcasts for the high school kids. Oh, cool. And they have their own studio there. And he says, come down, we'll set you up and get you going. And um, so 2023 is going to be, after talking about it for a couple of years, we're finally going to do it. Um, so hopefully, uh, with the magic of podcasts and internet mm-hmm. and all that, maybe you, you reach the right, all it takes is the right person, one person. Um, we have a sep- several in our group who all of a sudden they came to one event and they became just this dynamo and now they're involved in everything and recruiting their friends and, and you just never know where you're going to hit that right sweet spot where someone that, that, you know, matters to somebody and all of a sudden they dive right in. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it's... It's a lot of fun. 
It really is as, you know, somebody who has their own podcast and then doing this show, if you've got a passion behind it, it's a, it's an incredible way to get the word out. So and it's pretty incredible how quickly the word spreads. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, this show, it was really cool in the beginning, like the first few episodes, it really energized the rotary community Mm -hmm. because I mean, that's really who was tuning into the show for the most part. But then as we've expanded and as we've begin to connect the dots and do all of these things it's it's just started to reach a, a broader audience of people who are looking for service and that's that's what attracts people like you to come on the show is because you're you're living it you're doing it and and yeah i mean it's pretty incredible so good luck with the the podcast in 2023 and you know if you need any guests you just yeah. let us know <laughs> well, that, yeah <laughs> I'm, i'll tell you my and you guys would be perfect guests because my thoughts are highlighting um, each week a person, you know, I, I call them, um, you know, superheroes amongst us that you don't know that, that they're out there, but they are. And Don't just, give him any funny ideas. I was just okay. going to say, was, was, my, was, he, my, was my costume? He doesn't really? need this, okay? <laughs> does look like Joe's Clark like, Kent. Go on, go on. Tell me how I'm a superhero. He does kind of look like Clark Kent. If you think <laughs> I know he does. <laughs> Why do you think I married him? Because <laughs> I'm Superman. <laughs> oh, see? Here we go. Now, now it'll come up here yeah, in the yeah. next seven That's minutes. That's good. I started a seed, planted a seed. Um, but yeah, just highlight people doing good things in the world and That's have awesome. a new one on every week and then people can hear about good things that are going on in their community and around the world and rather than turning in the news every night and thinking that everything's going to hell you know mm. yeah yeah well and and i think i think something that you know especially in our conversation is is how small the the change needs to be or the gesture that needs to be to have the massive impact that it does because everybody, I, I mean, it's hard to argue that people don't want to serve their community or serve people, help people. Um, and sometimes it's just lacking that vehicle and, you know, they don't want to organize the entire event, but they can show up at one or give money or give time. Mm-hmm. And so I think that our hats off to you for, you know, having this idea and running with it for the last five years. I think it's incredible. So... Take us five years from now. What's what's uh, what's your role? What are you doing? And um, what do we what do we, what are we uh, celebrating? What are we, I, cheer- I would, what are we cheersing to? I would love from five years from now to be at a national conference of Good Samaritans. Oh, I love that. Ooh. Um, you know, have fifty states there. You know, um, and talk about what we've done in the world and what kind of changes people have made. Um, how many people have you impacted? Mm-hmm. Best way to have a goal achieved is by getting it out there into the universe. So this is a good start. Well, and for you joining an organization like Rotary that's in all mm-hmm. 50 states and all over the world. There you yeah. go. There's a good marketing <laughs> channel right there. Man, it's like you could maybe get a grant or something. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's a foundation or something, right? I'm just new at this rotary Sorry. stuff. But yes, there's sir. a lady that's a foundation chair. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Or I you mean, can listen to an episode, what's it, it had been three or four ago that we talked about um, the Rotary Foundation on here, so... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a, good, it's a good reference point. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to tune in. <laughs> What's the call to action to anybody that's listening to the show right now? 
Um, well, if they want to find us, they can look up for us on Facebook. It's Forest Lake Area Good Samaritans as one group. And then we've got Forest Lake MN Good Samaritans as a page. And then, of course, we've got a website. It's uh, Forest Lake Area Good Samaritans. Um, so that's that's an easy way. Um, and on those, we've got, we've got a phone number that you, anyone could call in. And and more importantly, if anybody hears this that are not in Forest Lake, maybe the surrounding communities, and they're like, hey, I want to start a club like that. How do I do it? I'm super happy to meet with them, and I can give the five-year rundown on what we did and, and things to do and not do to create their own club. And it and it and it's not as daunting as people think. Yeah, I mean, like you said, the the journey to a thousand steps begin thousand what my god help me say mike you had it yeah (laughs) a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step (laughs) sometimes my brain well remember we're the product of the five people that you're closest to so she's got baby brain i've got proximity baby brain <laughs> and i'm getting it <laughs> well i can we got it. i can uh, i can certainly say mike that you've inspired me to want to do this in the edina area so i will definitely be reaching out to you on how you started it how it you know how to how to form it how to create it and hopefully we can uh one step at a time yeah See you at the conference in five years. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he might be on your board of directors. Keynote you just speaker. Never know. <laughs> Better. Yeah, like keynote speaker. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, and we hope that this has been inspirational to individuals who maybe are not a part of Rotary, right? But um, certainly love to to do random acts of kindness or you know give back to their community, and they go, wait a second. I could actually like have a, a club of some sorts and and not have it be the most challenging um, thing to overcome. So well, better yet, I mean, if if somebody's listening to this and you are doing something very similar to this in your community, I mm-hmm. I would say reach out to Mike and For sure. connect, share the experiences because one of the, my favorite things about what you shared as well is as you're growing that ability to share the experiences back and forth and learn from one another to become a better group, serve better, serve more efficiently, and, you know, just ultimately do more good, I think is is really important. So if, if you're doing um, something out there um, that matches this, reach out. I think that'd be excellent. Well, and we do know that this has has gone more on the domestic level, too, with the, our specific podcast. So if if you're outside of just the Twin Cities metro area, it's the same thing, you know. Mike is a good person to have that conversation with. <laughs> yes, hit me up. We have a group that's going to start in Maryland even. Um, and one thing that we did that was kind of fun is we had our contest, the Cleanest City in America contest. It actually became the Cleanest City in the World contest. We, were, we had people in Japan and Brazil, um, Australia, um, all these different how communities cool. were all cleaning up on Earth Day and then counting how much trash we, we collected together. It's um, incredible. So the magic of the internet, you know, it goes all over the place. <laughs> I know. And to think that it wasn't too long ago that we didn't even have the internet. So that's, that's right. a wonderful tool. But we we did want to obviously take a moment to just thank you for taking time out of your day and, and traveling over here to this side of the country, as I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been a lot of fun. I really look forward to it. It's, it's been great. Yes, and thank you for the swag, too. But more importantly, for sharing Good Samaritan's mission and um, where you plan to go in the next five years. It's really incredible. 
Yeah, it's inspiring. I think I think uh, you know we can all take away how small acts of kindness have just absolutely titanic impact on people's lives. So <laughs> thank you for modeling that, and thank you for explaining to us how your organization works. And thanks for having me on. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning in today to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Joseph Kirk. And as a reminder, it's time to stop searching. And start serving. Mm-hmm.